when it comes to your season and getting through it or what's to come, what are you more focused on? That promise and what's coming or on God? Friends, welcome to reason three of why not to rush your season because it's not all about you. You're listening to the None Like You podcast, a space dedicated to discovering and appreciating your uniqueness. God intentionally created you and for a reason. Join this community of passionate individuals and start living fully knowing there is none like you because there is none like him. I'm your host, Linda A. Coleman, and welcome to the show. Sometimes we get really focused on our season and our journey and how we're doing, which is fine because we need to know how we're doing and we need to know what is being asked of us in our seasons and where we're headed. However, we need to realize at the same time that it is not all about us, that our journeys and decisions we make impact those around us and it may impact people that aren't even around us. What we do and the choices we make cause a ripple effect. And so when we look at our season and how to handle it, I feel that we can look one of two ways, more heavily lean on one side versus the other. And so the two ways is either looking at the promise, which that tends to be more self-focused. And that's usually when we start to rush our season and try and just get through it or jump ahead to the good part. But the other way we can handle our seasons is by keeping our eyes on God. And when we keep our eyes on God and having that relationship with him versus constantly looking at what's coming, when we focus on him, we can then live more obediently and more diligently. And we can do our season, regardless of whatever is asked of us in that time, really well. And that's when we're focusing more on the bigger picture. And that's when we can let the process happen. This is where we can really begin to heal and really grow our character and our intentional being. And so when we look at two examples of this, we see we've been talking a while about Sarah and Abraham and Hagar. And and so when we take a look at her story and we look at one or the other, she seems more promise focused. She seems more about what is this promise doing for her? How is this fulfilling her need and her desire and her image really? How is the promise going to heal her? Not how is God going to heal her? And now I understand she waited a very, very long time. If you think you've waited a long time for something, she was very old, past childbearing years. She had this promise and then still had to wait. So when we look at her, we can say, you know what? Yeah, I get it. I understand where she's at. If we take a step back and we look at these two ways of handling our seasons and we can see how she grew impatient for the promise instead of really focusing on her relationship with God and she was focused on that promise and getting that. So she rushed her season. She rushed to get this promise. Now we talked about before how that was a very negative outcome and how that affected people very negatively. So 
when we focus, we can look at this and say, okay, so when you focus on the promise, you're more likely to be impatient. You're more likely to be disobedient. And more of your flesh is going to surface and be harder to control. What was happening in that season for her, she could have leaned more on God. And if she were focused on God, then then maybe she would see that, that Isaac wasn't to fulfill her desire. Isaac was for a much bigger purpose. So much came from Isaac that really, yes, it blessed Sarah. And yes, she was a part of that. And God gifted her with that. We can confuse these things and confuse promises and get really self and inner focused of what is this doing for me? And the problem with that is anything that God gives us, while it's for us and it's good and he wants to bless us because he loves us, there's always more to the story. So now when we look at Joseph, we can see the other way. We can see when someone is more focused on God than the promise and kind of be okay with the fact that, yes, I got this promise, but I'm so focused on God that while all these years go by, I'm still so focused on him. I just trust that he's going to do this. Or I trust God so much that I don't even need the promise. So when we look at his life, now I'm a dreamer, so I totally resonate with him getting a dream like that and wanting to share it. And I've had dreams where I can feel my spirit hesitating. I can feel Holy Spirit say, don't tell anyone this is just for you to know. But I get so excited and I end up telling someone and they don't receive it the way I want them to, or they receive it really horribly. And instantly I know I should have listened to the spirit. So once Joseph told his dreams, so he got this word through dreams that, that his family would bow down to him. Now, if he were to just look at that and say, I'm so great. I'm going to have everyone bow down to me. Finally, I'm going to be, you know, as important as I think I am. You know, I don't really know how he felt about that. And I don't know what his intentions were telling it, but, but he gets this word, but then he's sold. And then the people that bought him sold him. (laughs) So then he was bought again. Um, and so it just, in those moments, it, it became about others. So when he was enslaved, it was about others. Um, When he worked for Potiphar, it was servicing others. And and during that time, he grew in his reputation um, very positively because he was focused and he was patient with that season. He was diligent. He was obedient. He was other people-minded. Then unfortunately, he was framed and then sent to jail. But you see the same pattern in jail that he was diligent in his work. He was um, using the gifts that God gave him to serve others. He was obedient. He was patient, all the things. You see this consistency in each season. And then even when he had an opportunity, he said, remember me once he interpreted the dream and the cupbearer was released and he, you know, but he didn't rush it. It wasn't a selfish thing. It was just remember me. And then a couple years go by and then he's finally remembered. And then he is there to interpret um, the dream about the seven years of plenty and then the seven years of famine. And he's just going in that saying, hey, this is what God's revealing. This is, um, this is how I think you could handle it. But it wasn't a put me in the position. I know what I'm doing. I can take care of this. 
and this is my moment to shine. This is when my brothers are going to bow down to me. It was, he had been so diligent and so obedient that you can see this consistency again in his character of, this is just how I think you should handle it. Good luck. And he was then put in that high position. And then you start to see um, that dream come to fruition. But it looks different. Um, and, and it wasn't about a high power. It wasn't about reigning over his brothers. It was really God trusted Joseph to do this assignment to save Egypt. And then he got to save his family as well. So it wasn't a I'm above you. It was about saving the people around him that yes they eventually did um, bow to him but but it wasn't in a an arrogant or a selfish manner for Joseph and so when we look at these two lives and we look at the two ways they handled their seasons one rushing it and one just being patient with it it leads me to ask you where do you resonate where which one is um, is pulling on you where how are you dealing with your season? And it's okay to be honest about this. And, and if you're kind of being like a Sarah, awesome time to wake up and, and to see a different way that you can handle it to where it's not going to be as stressful. If you have the Joseph mindset where we just trust God and we just do our season well, it's not, you're not going to want to rush it. But if you're having that Sarah focus where I want this promise because you really want it to fulfill a desire that you have, then you're going to want to rush. You're going to be impatient. And so when we kind of describe these two and even just feeling what each of them feel like when we talk about it, it's important to take stock of that. It's important to note how you're feeling and which direction you want to be going in. And I would assume you would rather be a little bit more peaceful with your season. But if Joseph had not been patient, if he had not been God-focused, I, I wonder where Egypt would be. You know, I wonder what, I mean, I can only assume that everything would have been destroyed. So him being God-focused was very fruitful. Now, in more real time, um, a few years ago, this girl that... I ended up getting to meet and be friends with um, her. She was assigned a season in Boston and God called her here. She was obedient. And I looked at her throughout this season and constantly saw Joseph in her. I saw her not fully understand what it was for, but she was diligent and she was patient and she was obedient. She was very obedient and maybe not all the time. I'm sure there were moments where she was not, or maybe she grumbled and complained about certain things. But what I witnessed as someone that, that was close to her in that season, yet still on that outside, I just constantly saw same character. I saw her being God focused. Well, God's doing this. I trust him. He's got a plan. I'm just going to do this season as well as I can. And what happened was it ended up saving my life, um, literally and figuratively. It, it saved my daughter. It saved my whole family. It's, um, it's really changed our lives just by little acts of obedience on her part for a consistent character that she displayed really in insanely impacted our lives and and we're not the only ones that were impacted by her season but um 
but then once we were impacted, we were able to then impact others. And so you can see this ripple effect of God has a bigger plan. And so if she was not obedient, if she was rushing it for what she could get out of it, then then she would have missed all these other opportunities that God was really wanting to use. And guys, this just, I mean, it just inspires me to live that way. It inspires me to just trust God and just go at his pace. Be aware of what he's saying because when he says go, when he says jump, like this is when we need to take action. But we need to also be okay with the times of waiting. We need to be okay of the seasons of of difficulty or challenging assignments, things that stretch us. So where can you see in your season moments where you can let go and trust him? Where are some opportunities to be still and be quiet and really tune in to what he is revealing to you? Or where are areas that you can just sit there and trust him that there's a bigger plan? When things get really hard, um, there's things that he's asked me to do in this current season that have been really, really challenging and I don't want to do it. And if it were that I, there've been times where I would say, God, if this was for me, if this was for my own gain, I would have given up by now because it's really hard. And, and even though I can see it being worth it, I just don't know. But then he had shown me that it's for a bigger plan. And when I was looking at all of this, it's like, this goes beyond me. This is reaching so many others and impacting so many others. And and I'm going to let God do his thing. I'm going to be obedient and I want to be diligent and I would like my character to be consistent. So while we're not perfect, we have these opportunities to grow. And so just kind of in this in-between time of um, at the end of this episode till the next one, I would challenge you guys to look back, look at your different seasons and where do you fit in with that? when you look at Sarah and Joseph and you take those two people and you look back on the past few episodes, this whole series of why not to rush, where do you see either of them healing or growing or learning and developing their true person? Where do you see their assignments? Where did they miss their assignment? Where did they take it on and do well? And then who was it affecting? rather than just themselves. I encourage you guys to take a step back, to take a deep breath and know that it's not too late. God, I thank you so much for your love, for your intentions and for your great big plan. I thank you that you include us, that you want us to be a part of it. But more than that, God, you just want relationship with us, that you love us. And God, I ask for patience for them, for for them to have grace with themselves, but but that that would lead to an empowerment and a bold and courageous step of faith in their season. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being here for this series. I hope that you are inspired to live boldly, but to do it patiently, to focus more on God and your consistency in character so that you can be confident in your season and that you can feel encouraged and inspired that choices you make could save others' lives. Have an awesome week. Share this with someone and I will see you guys over on Instagram at Linda A. Coleman. Take care. Sending you so much love.